All right, welcome here to our first of our production freebies. I am Steel Tyler Philippek, and I'm here with Tyrant Rex. Woo! <laughs> Thank you for introducing yourself, Tyrant. I'll do what I can. This is uh, going to be a thing that we're doing to talk about the process, to give you guys a little bit of insight into what's going on. So, actually, I have a few questions for you, Tyrant. Where the hell did Halloween Team come from? Uh, well, we can thank eight-year-old Tyrus for that. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> Halloween Team started um, when I was a much younger child. I, I started with all these stories about the Invincible Iguana and whatever. Um, and then um, out came the Green Goblin superhero comic when I was in probably about third grade. And I was like, I need to make a character like that. And so I made the Terrible Terror. At the time, my Invincible Iguana character was splitting with another Invincible Iguana character. They were the, like, two Iguana brothers. And, um, and so the one Iguana decides to shack up in New York City with the Terrible Terror. And together with Pumpkin Girl, they created the Halloween team. The Halloween team. A bunch of supernaturally flavored superheroes that are now taking down the excesses of New York. I really like that this is set in a real place in time. The other projects that we're doing, um, Adam Lance Garcia's Smoke Without Flame is set in an alternate universe. My own Queens of the Sapphire Sea is set in a romantic revisioning of 1930 uh, French Riviera. You know, it, was this an idea of yours to make, you know, commentary on, you know, the, the locality that you live in? Or was this just like something you knew? You wrote what you knew? I, it's interesting. The Halloween team has always been uh, they've always been a New York-based team. And then when I moved to New York during college, I was kind of, you know, putting around for a while, not, not doing a lot creatively. And um, I, may, I ended up making a radio program with the Halloween team. And I was like, this is it. This is perfect uh, for New York City. Um, so that's, yeah, that's, that's basically where it came from. Um, the Halloween team is very specific to New York. I'm not really sure that they could exist any, in any other city like in the world um where else in the united states where else in the world are you going to find people who are like on the verge of psychotic breakdown <laughs> um who would be willing to come together and uh and make a weird ass superhero team that's great you know you you created this and part of this project is writing each other's work was it hard for you to let go and let other people take a crack at this uh you know this work of yours not at all actually um luckily i mean again like steel i'm working with you and adam like you're both people i really trust um you in particular like the script you turned out like very much was in the voice of the halloween team oh, and, like, stop it stop it yeah no and it's coming out it's such a fun fun halloween team episode script uh steel wrote um so no i don't think it was i think it was a matter of coming together with people i trusted with it who weren't going to try and make it something it's not um yeah, it's been great so far. Beautiful, fantastic. If you, I mean, obviously you people cannot see into this locale right now. Let me paint you a picture. There is X Men DVDs on the table. There's a gigantic TV. There's PlayStation Three. There's audio recording equipment. There are shelves upon shelves of comic books. And I'm just thinking, like, you know, you talked about, you know, is it the the Green Goblin? Where else do you draw this kind of geeky influence from? What are some of your major influencers? Uh, well, definitely, I mean, X-Men, obviously. I mean, there's no way the Halloween team could exist if X-Men if X hadn't had such a big influence on my life. Um, this idea of a group of just total misfits, like, trying to come together and make a family, like, in the midst of their own neuroses and psychoses and the problems in the outside world. <clears throat> so, I mean, I would definitely say X-Men's been a huge influence. Also, just punk rock. Uh, punk rock was kind of like a saving saving light for me when I was in college. Um, 
Talk about that. What do you mean it was a saving light for you? Um, I was at a point where I was, I, the city is rough, and if you're not, if you're not rich, if you're not this, if you're not fitting into a niche, like it, it can be really hard. Uh, I think it's very clickish, and if you haven't found like your mafia, I think as Adam would say, it's it's tough to find your footing. Um, with punk rock, there's this ethos of who cares? Um, be be you, like be you to the best you can be, um, and. And that's really what it what it became became to me. It was like finding this thing that was true to myself, um, <clears throat> and and yeah, that's 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 where the Halloween team gets a lot of this. I can definitely see that in the individualism of all the characters. You know, it is very much their struggle, not just against you know horrors from beyond, but also this perception that each of them has of each other and of themselves. And the secondary characters really throw that in to light. When you write those kind of characters, and obviously the major characters have their own influences, but are you influenced by people you meet in the street, or is it, you know, just kind of whatever is, like, you know, tickling your fancy at that moment to, to kind of propel the story forward? Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely influenced by people I meet in the street. Uh, Hobo Man kind of reminds me of this, uh, this, this homeless guy. I'm not even sure if he was homeless, but he was just this street dude I met when I was living in the village uh, named Country. Um, dude was like in a wheelchair. He could barely move. Always asking me money for beer. Um, mm -hmm. And I'm not gonna at least, lie. At least he's honest. At least know? he's honest, you know. And and so so yeah, I definitely pull from people I meet in the street. I I pull from like just problems I feel and my own anxieties um, about the modern world. I think in a lot of respects we're moving so quickly, and I don't think anyone's prepared for the responsibility of that. Um, so yeah, that's where a lot of my inspiration comes from real life. That's fantastic. Thank you very much. Well, this has been the first of our production freebies. You might call it something different at some point, but for now, you know, this is going to be a little bit of fun that we do on the side, as, as if Radio Room itself is not heaps of fun. Oh God, it's so much work. Get me out of here. Get me out of here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Listen in, uh, starting on Thursdays this spring. Bye-bye.